The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am super excited. We are back in Bahrain doing the show. Actually, Bahrain is where I live. It's a small island country on the eastern coast of Saudi Arabia. And last week, I was in North Carolina in the United States, did my show there. This week, we're back in Bahrain. And I am super, super excited that you guys are with me each and every week because my goal here with Infinite Success Radio is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve that higher level of success in your business and in your life. So by spending time with me every single week and the awesome guests that I bring onto the show, you guys are learning what it really takes to achieve that high level of success. And for some of you, this is stuff that you already know, but then there's going to be some of you that are listening going, wow, I've never thought of it this way or I've never heard this strategy before. So thank you so much for sticking around every single week. I really do appreciate you guys tuning in and sharing this with your friends, your family, and your colleagues. I know we've been having a lot of excitement about the show. We had a couple of weeks ago, an amazing woman was on the show sharing about her vision and her idea and what they're doing going after the X Prize for Education. So it's been really amazing the last several months bringing you guys amazing guests, amazing tips and strategies that really do help all achievers achieve more. You know, the people I've had on the show have been absolutely incredible. They are experts in their field. And today I've got an incredible guest that's going to be joining and he is, oh my gosh, he is amazing. It's a real treat that you guys are going to get to have some of his wisdom today. He actually lives in Venezuela. He's going to be joining us live from the United States today. And he's going to be sharing how it really is about daring to succeed. Because really in life, everything is about taking a chance. It's taking a risk. And he's going to be sharing how you can do that in your own life and in your own business. We're going to be talking about some foolproof strategies that top performers are using to stay motivated, enthusiastic, and on purpose. And these are tips and strategies that you guys can apply to your life, to your business today. And I promise you, it will make a huge, huge difference. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could maintain a positive attitude no matter what's going on around you? I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't it be incredible if you could bring your absolute best to the table every single day? That is possible, but you've got to make the decision to do it. And we're going to be talking about all of that today and so much more. To really, really be successful in life, 
you've got to be a little bit daring, right? I mean, honestly, it takes courage to be successful. It takes courage to be a leader and it takes courage to be an entrepreneur. So for those of you who have your own businesses, congratulations. I know it is not always easy to be an entrepreneur, but you have taken that extra leap of faith. You've been a trailblazer and you've started something new. And for those of you who are listening today, maybe you're not entrepreneurs. Maybe you are business professionals. Well, guess what? It's taken courage to get to where you are today as well. So I really want you to take a moment and congratulate yourself. Appreciate the fact that you have taken steps to be all that you can be in your business and in your life and that you made the decision to share some of your precious time with us today. So I want to go ahead and jump right in with my amazing guest. Louise is a business consultant, he's a performance coach, and he's a founding member of the Brian Tracy International Trainers. He has trained over 20,000 people throughout the Americas. Can you believe that? As I mentioned, he is from Venezuela, and he helps companies really improve the performance of their teams. He also helps individuals build their motivation and really maintain a positive attitude. And that's really what he believes drives growth and and really drives business today. So without further delay, Louise, are you on the phone with us today? Yes, Rachel, I'm here and very thrilled and excited to be in your show. So thank you very much for the invitation. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today and your amazing wisdom. You know, I really, really appreciate that you've given so freely and that you made the decision to hop on Infinite Success Radio and share with us. I know that you have an amazing story, an amazing background, and I would love for you to just take a couple minutes and share with all of us a little bit about yourself and the work that you're doing right now. Well, um, first of all, uh, as you said, uh, we have been uh, fortunate enough to, li- to live in different situations. Some of them are very nice situations. Some of those are very challenging situations. And in our lives, through our lives, you mentioned you live in Bahrain. I live in Venezuela. And uh, we, we start meeting a lot of people who live in different countries. And go, we all go through different stages. And whether we are entrepreneurs or professionals or executives or managers, we have to give every single day the best we have because that's the only way that we will actually achieve success in our lives. So, of course, there Absolutely. are many things. Yes, and, and there are many things uh, we will be talking about today. But uh, you asked me about myself. Well, yes, I say, as I said, I live in Venezuela. After 27 years in corporate finance, I said, and you've probably been there, I said, I want to do something more. I want to achieve more. And I want to do that by helping other people. And when I start thinking about that, okay, in my field, which is corporate finance, and I was CFO of a major multinational corporations, I said, how can I focus all what I know and learn more, because I think we all need to learn constantly, in order Absolutely. to help people improve. And basically, there's something that I noticed, it was very good. Uh, when you help your people, when you help your team, then your, co- your company will perform better. Because um, somebody asked me the other day, uh, that, you know, 27 years in number, how come I, I now work with people? I said, well, companies report numbers, but the numbers are produced by the people that work in the company. So if those people are motivated, inspired, and have a positive attitude, the numbers will be much different than if everything in the company is negative. And you and I probably, and the people that are listening, your listeners, uh, we've been in companies that the, you know, the atmosphere is not that good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to say negative, but it's not as, possible, as positive as it should be. 
And there's a difference in the performance and in the outcome of those employees and those companies. I absolutely agree with you. I think that the attitude and the culture of the company, of the organization, makes all the difference. And it really does come from the leadership level, from all the way at the top, all the way to the bottom and everywhere in between. You know, when you've got that culture of everybody working together and working as a team and having a positive attitude, you know, it's almost like you're all helping each other toward a greater goal, toward the common good. And and when you don't have that, you can totally feel it and sense it in the businesses and the companies that are lacking that. So that's an area that you help companies improve upon. Is that right? That That is correct. And you, you also sense it on the way people speak about the company or speak about themselves. Absolutely. So, for example, if you've got a company where the dynamics are just not working well, then you've got a bunch of team members that are most likely complaining, gossiping, they're grumpy, they're sitting around the, the, break, the coffee break table thinking, you know, why am I even here, right? Have you, have you seen that in some of the businesses that you've worked at? Yes, and, and you know, it's, it's very, very, very difficult to go into a, a business like that, but you have to really understand what the culture is, what they are thinking about, and, and in, in some, some of the countries we've been to, uh, there are you know, different uh, levels of, of situations that are very hard to take, um, and in many countries in the world today, we have difficulties in the social, political, economic aspects. And you know, that, of course, uh, gets transferred to the company because it gets transferred to the people. If you're worried in your society, if you have scarcity of food or, or whatever uh, you might be going through as a country, well, you'll see that in the children at the schools, in the people in the companies, or with the partners or in any um, company if you are entrepreneurs. So it's very interesting to understand what factors are really behind all that kind of behavior because uh, we, everything we do is because uh, of how we behave. And it's really important to understand how behavior is interrelated to our outcomes. And once we do that, then we can start decide, uh, defining which ways to take, which approaches to take in order to start changing the, you know, little pieces. I never, I'm not a, a, a fan of making big changes at one single time because eventually it will not work. What you have to do is start doing little, change, little changes, small changes, one by one, and they will generate a big impact in the, in the company and in the results and in the performance of the teams. So you have to start, for example, saying, good morning. Um, you, you'll be amazed how many companies you come, you walk in, nobody even says good morning or good afternoon. Right. Yeah, I've seen that. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's, it's, it, it may be part of the culture. It may be part of the work environment. You know, there are different, different things that can, you know, put uh, the emphasis on that. But when you start making the, all these changes, uh, you and I were, went in uh, North Carolina last week. We went to High Point. It was amazing to see the president of a university with 1,200 employees, um, you know, know every employee's names by hand. You know, they, they, he goes and he greeted everybody by his name. You right, go to right. companies, you go to companies when the boss, where the boss does not know the name of the employees. And so you have to start changing that. And it's, it, as I said, it's not something that will happen overnight, but those little things that you can start implementing right now, like being very, very polite, uh, using kind of diplomacy skills, which are very important not only in the diplomatic world, but in our everyday life. And then, you know, being, being polite to your employees, taking care of them uh, and understanding, in some cases, their needs, and then you will be able to help them to do a better job. 
Now, with the work that you're doing and, and the coaching that you're doing with clients and with, with companies and corporations, I know that you've done work in Venezuela and you're also doing work in the United States, but give us a little idea about kind of the, the dynamic and the culture in Venezuela right now. I know that you're facing a lot of challenges there and I mean, just maybe if you could give us kind of an idea of what entrepreneurs are going through in that area, some of the challenges that they're facing, because I think we've got listeners, I know we have listeners that are from all over the world and a lot of them are facing a lot of similar challenges to the ones that, that you're familiar with in Venezuela. So I think it'd be great if you could share some of those with us today. One of the things I see today is that, you know, uh, we are very interdependent. Everybody depends on somebody else. And when you see countries, they do the same. We all depend on different world, uh, countries. And for example, today we're seeing a really dramatic price in uh, oil prices, which is very good for us as customers, but it's probably not as good for countries and particularly oil-producing oil countries, Venezuela and uh, many of the other oil-producing countries, will be going through a, a difficult economic situation, which in some cases translates into social pressure and political pressure. The way we see that is, you know, lower growth. Everybody talks about China lowering growth rate from 10 or about 10% for many years to around 6% this year. You can see many places in Latin America, well, average growth will be 1% which is below, you know, uh, birth rate, which in, in economic sense, uh, it's, it's actually your, the country's not growing. What happens there is that you will have probably scarcity of your material, the raw material that you need to use in order to manufacture your products. You will not have um, availability of, uh, for example, internet services or electricity in some cases, or the infrastructure lacks um, maintenance, or, or, and, and we see many difficulties. So entrepreneurs in this part of the world are faced with challenges they never, they, even, they, they didn't ever even uh, expect. So they have sure, to approach sure. it. They, they have to approach it in a different way. For example, one of my clients has three pizzerias in, in, in Venezuela and another country, and um, he, he ran out of flour. So how would you make pizza without flour? So you have two options: either close or do something else. So he decided to do something else. So he had the oven. He had the waiters, he had the, you know, the whole infrastructure of the restaurant, he started selling something else. And how many people will just sit down, say, I don't have flour to make my pizza, so I will close down? I would say right. more, more than, more, you know, more people will just sit down and wait for everything, for something to happen than to react and be able to do something else. So this is what you do. You go to your customers, you explain to them, they understand because everybody's going through the same thing. And now you tell them, well, for this week, we're going to have broiled chicken or, you know, something else. Or just have, right. for example. And so, you know, you have to be creative. In, in today's age, we have to be very creative in everything we do. So there are challenges that we don't even know we're going to have a month or a year from now. So how do we prepare for that? Well, first of all, as I said, we have to be creative. We have to adapt to the situation because in some cases we wouldn't even know what's going to happen. And we have to be very flexible. So when you go to a, to, to a, um, a, um, you know, a company that could be your client, my client, or somebody else's, uh, and the, uh, sometimes you know, I feel like uh, I'm a psychologist, uh, a psychologist for business because you have to bring the mindset of the entrepreneur to a level where they can start, start thinking because if not, we are submerged in difficulties, in problems, and what we have to do is snap out of it. 
Yes, I, I tell them that. Snap out of the problem. It, they are problems. We have to solve them, but we have to solve your attitude, and we have to solve your motivation because it, you are impacting everybody else in the, corpor- in, the com- in the company. And when you do that, imagine if you don't have a flower to make the pizza or if you don't have the, um, the, the materials to wash the cars or anything you do or, or, to, or, or to cook the hamburgers, what do you do? What do you tell your employees? What do you tell your clients? Do you close or you open? Do you do something else? So what are the alternatives? So you have to be very flexible. And, oh, I think that's in- such an amazing point. I mean, being flexible is something that we qu- quite often, I think, just take for granted. What an important skill that is. I mean, what a great example, the pizza shop with no flour. I mean, I think you're right. How many people would close the doors and say, you know, temporarily closed, no flour? But instead, this particular business owner thought creatively, decided to be flexible, you know, had a different attitude and a different mindset. And that's what it takes to really achieve a high level of success. It's that not making excuses, but finding another way and another solution. I love that example. Is that something that's pretty common with the clients that you work with? Are they pretty ingenuitive like that? Well, they have to be because, for example, uh, if you go to, if you work in a shopping mall and then the shopping mall has um, new operating hours because, you know, there's something that is happening. You have to adapt to that. So, of course, here in the States and many part, other parts of the world, uh, and, and I'm, I'm right now here in, in the U.S., um, you know, shopping malls are open from 10 till 9, probably seven days a week. What happens if now somebody, and it could be your local government, your regional government, the federal government, tells you you're, you can only operate five days a week? So how do you... Right. How do you gain the sales you're losing? You have to be creative. So you have to get more products into your, into your line. You have to do more services. You have to do what in sales you're calling, you know, the upsell and the resale. And uh, you, have, you need to get uh, referrals from your own uh, customers today. So there are many things you have to do. So, you know, for example, one of those was a reality. They, they were some, some of my clients were faced with shopping malls now open five days a week instead of seven days a week. Or, or small, a smaller number of hours a day that you can operate. Of course, uh, forget about your budgets, right? If you were going to sell X amount of dollars for a year, now you're going to sell X minus 20%. So how minus do you, those how do you, days, right, yeah. So how, how do you measure that? How, and that, of course, impacts on how much money you're going to pay your employees, how much um, invest or reinvestment you're going to do in your company, or if you have to require a new loan for, for your expansion that you were planning. And so, you know, every single day we are faced with different challenges, and, and it, it happens in, in any country, more countries than, all, than others, of course. But you will see that happening in, uh, too often uh, in, in many places that we wouldn't even think about. And the only people that will succeed are those who are actually adaptable and flexible because you have to be there all the time, and you have to be in the company in order to understand what's going on. Absolutely. That's so, so true. Well, we've got to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, we will have more with Luis Vicente Garcia and the amazing tips and strategies he's going to be sharing with you so that you can really succeed in your business, succeed in your life. So stick around and we will be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals. While helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stop struggling and finally achieve the success you deserve. Personal transformation expert and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy has teamed up with Dr. Nito Cabane and experts from around the world to bring you the forthcoming book, Breaking Through. Discover how the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals achieve breakthrough success and how you can too. Reserve your copy today at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Plus, receive an exclusive invitation to attend Rachel's book release party. Register now at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and today we are talking about daring to succeed. And before the last break, we were discussing how important it is as an entrepreneur and a business owner to be creative, flexible, and able to adapt to any situation. And I would even say that this is important as an employee as well, because you never know what circumstances might be coming your way. And within any business, there are challenges that we all face. So when you're flexible and you're easy to adapt to situations, when you have a great attitude and mindset, and when you're creative, you will naturally be able to find solutions to the challenges that you're facing. So today we have an amazing guest with us. Welcome back to the show, Luis. You are incredible. I know that you are a best-selling author, which I did not mention before. I want you to tell us a little bit about that because I believe you've written, you've you've co-authored five different books. Is that right? Uh, Well, uh, six ones coming up next week. Ah, sixth one next week. Okay, awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about that and and why you made the decision to to co-author these books. And I mean, it's just incredible. Well, I I think it goes back to probably 15 years ago when I decided I wanted to, to, you know, help. And so I started writing articles on different subjects. First, I was in the franchising industry, and then so my articles were geared towards letting people uh, understand what franchise was and how it works and uh, what implications it had if you wanted to expand your business through franchising or actually acquire a franchise. So I started writing on it, and then I was invited to speak on uh, different places in Venezuela on, on the subject. And, you know, you never plan what is going to happen. So a few years down the road, I said, well, I'd like to write a book 
on franchising. And that was probably on 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes we don't follow those ideas r- right away. And, uh, so right, that, that right. Stayed, that stayed in my mind for a while. But in 2004, more or less, uh, a friend of mine approached me and he said, why don't we launch a magazine on franchising? So, you know, it's, you know, one of those things had just happened. Uh, two months later, I was the chairman of a company that for three years we had a website and a magazine on franchising in Venezuela. So I started writing uh, every week for, for a webpage, every, every other week for a magazine, until we had to put it on a monthly basis and then on a quarterly basis. And, and I got the chance to read and write about so many things, and I kept doing it. Then, um, since I moved into another corporate position, I started writing on finance. So how do you improve your financial statements? How do you improve your personal finance? How, uh, finances? How do you improve the um, availability of information in order to, to have everybody uh, be on the same page every, every time we were talking on something? And that led to something very interesting, and that's when I found out that if you have high-performing teams, you'll have a better-performing company. So I started writing on the key issues and the key factors on what actually influences the, uh, the people and the employees. And that's where I started doing uh, research on uh, positive attitude and personal motivation because, for me, they are the key drivers that will be behind everything you do. If you are positive all the time, regardless of the situation, and people have called me crazy, they tell me they have you know, feathers in my head or my feet are not on the ground, but then suddenly calls, then they, uh, approaches you and says, oh, here's my positive friend. And, and so it, it, you have to be like this. You have to be positive regardless of the situation. And then it's, it, you have to work on your personal motivation. So I started w- writing on those, and a friend of mine approached me, and he said, your, your articles are very good. Who are you sending them to? I said, well, just my friends. He said, well, go and, and, and create a blog. And I can tell you that I created a blog, which is called motivandoelfuturo.com. It's in Spanish. And oh, wow, great. Uh, since... Since 2010, and we are on our way to reaching the, uh, the 50,000 uh, uh, visitors, uh, hopefully this, uh, early next year. And, uh, awesome. And once I was doing that, I said, I have to finish my franchise book. So actually, it was 2011 when I decided and I published my, my first book in Spanish on franchising. I followed it with a second one in 2013. And then you know, I, I'm always looking for new challenges. So what's next on the uh, writing abilities? Because, you know, we all have skills, hard skills, soft skills. Soft skills are even harder than hard skills. That's another issue. Right, Uh, right. And then I said, I need to start writing in English. And somehow I got got this email that said, uh, would you like to co-author a book with me? And it came from Brian Tracy, who I'm, you know, I I didn't meet personally with Brian until earlier this year. But I've, you know, read Brian Tracy, Jim Brown, Six Sigland, I beat to Tony Brown's defense. So I, I, that's one of the things I do and I, I believe in. Uh, people need to follow through with their education and they have to become constant learners. And uh, the only way you do that is by reading and going to seminars and, and networking events and meeting people and getting ideas. So I said, that will be a challenge I want to take. And I decided to, to start writing. First time you write in a different language, let me tell you, it's very difficult. It takes forever, and you have deadlines, right? So you have, you have yeah, to absolutely. prepare. You have to prepare very good. And I wrote my first chapter for the Ultimate Success Guide book with Brian Tracy, and it was on leadership. And, of course, I live in an uncertain world. So my, my, the title of my uh, chapter was Leadership, 
and their uncertainty. Oh, and then I love that. Yeah, and, and, and the interesting thing is that um, we all have to understand how turbulence and, and, and uncertainty will influence the decisions of all the leaders. And if you, if you take all the issues into consideration, you will be an, you will be an incredible leader. Yes, the issue is that not too many people understand what it takes to be a leader in turbulent times. And then um, I, I, I decided, okay, let me do a, a next one. And that's when I came with uh, the possibility to write a chapter for the book, uh, Dare to Succeed. And the book was uh, with Jack Cantle, who I had an incredible pleasure of meeting uh, last year. I went to a seminar for a full week with him. And I have to tell you, it was one, a really, really incredible experience. And just coming with the name of, for the chapter, it was interesting because I wanted to write on success, on how I saw success, which was being positive. And that's when the editors come in very handy because I had several ideas uh, for a title and they said, simply call it what it is, be positive, be successful. And that was a chapter I wrote for the Dare to Succeed book. See, I love that because I think you got right to the point. Be positive, be successful. And that, and that really is your message. I mean, you're, you're known as Mr. Positive. You're the positive friend, right? That, that's how people see you. And so yeah. I think that, that that's a, an amazing title. That's a great way to, to really capture a reader where they can go, oh, how might I be more positive? How, if I changed my attitude a little, how could I be more successful? So tell us a little bit about, about that chapter and, and maybe a couple of the tips that you share. Give us a little inside peek. Okay, well, uh, it's, it's very interesting because every, every work I do is with uh, executives, managers, or entrepreneurs. So I might be talking here about positive attitude and personal motivation, but I always take it to your business level. Because that's the only... That's where you actually do your work. That's how you pay your employees. That's how you end up, you know, paying for your kids' education or going to a, to a holiday or, or, or paying for your own house. So my message for being positive and being motivated has to deal with your business. And, and every time uh, you, you do that, you have to see what's happening in the business of the person and then how you can actually understand that you need to improve and help them improve that business. So, so the first thing is how do we define, uh, you know, uh, a success and how do we define optimism? And those are very interesting words. I, I usually tell people, go and look for words. Get a list of 10 or 20 words which are positive to you. Find a meaning and start applying them. And, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a very easy uh, homework that all of your listeners uh, can, can actually start doing today. Uh, you know, just look for positive words. And, and the interesting thing is that as, as you start thinking positive, your conversation will turn positive. When you start thinking in positive terms, then you can start thinking on ideas on how to improve your company. So everything I do has to deal with that, has to deal with how to improve your company in different ways. So, for example, one of the issues I, I, I talk about in the chapter is your attitude. We know attitude is, is a very complex thing. It's not... It's, it's, it's not uh, simple. And if you study attitude, you need to start to study psychology. So I'm not a psychologist, but I've, I've read and done research on, on the subject. And it ties with your, your behavioral style. It ties with uh, your, your cultural background. 
it ties with your values that you brought in when you were raised, raised and, and they were brought, given to you by your parents, and then some of them you discarded, some of them you accept them, and you make them your own values. So how you, how you grow up then defines how you will be when you're older. And, and if you tie the uh, word positive and the word attitude, you will be, you know, talking about your positive attitude. And as I said, it's a very complex issue, but then how do you explain positive attitude and motivation to a young kid or a university student? I, I have a chance to talk to a lot of them. And I talk, when I speak to, college, to high school students, what I tell them is that, you know, motivation is something that wakes you up in the morning and makes you be happy the rest of your day. It's a very simple explanation. But tell that to, uh, you know, I, I would say a 40 or 50-year-old owner of a company that is going through difficulties. You know, he'll probably shut the door to you when you come into the office, right? So right. Well, he, say, he'd probably say, nothing is making me wake up excited today. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I hear that a lot, and especially in, in some of the challenging places in the world where businesses are really struggling and, and people are struggling. You know, it's sometimes it's really hard to find that motivation and to find that that burning desire to get up and do something and to make something happen that day. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about, that although it sounds simple, it, it, it isn't always simple the longer that, that we go through life and the more challenges that we face. Do you have a particular strategy or a tip that you give to business owners who maybe are having a hard time finding that motivation? One of the, one of the first things I do with them, I sit down with them and define where they are, where they want to go, and I call that clarity. You have to be very clear on what you want. But in order to get where you want to go, you need to, to, to try, you know, to... to, to draw the, the path that you want to take. So it all starts today here, where you are right now, where your company is today, your numbers are. So how do you measure your company? And it really uh, is very amazing to see that not a high percentage of business owners know what their company is doing. You ask a person how the financial statements are, how much were their sales uh, last month or last year, or how much revenue they have, they will tell you a lot of answers like, oh, my, my accountant knows that. Oh, I have a report somewhere in my file, or I have this envelope that I haven't opened. But they don't really know what the numbers are. So if you're a business owner, if you're a serious business owner, you need to know what your numbers are. If You need to know if you're producing a loss or making a profit. So one of the things I start working with them is how do you measure your business? What kind of metrics do you have to put in place? Both operational metrics, financial me- metrics, Productivity metrics. So how do you measure the productivity of a person that walks in by eight and lives by five? Did they, did they do the work right? Did they left something behind? Are they behind their work? Or, or can they do much, too many more things because they are, you know, trying to do better every single day? So first thing I do is, where are you today? And where do you want to go? So then we need to start a strategy. And, you know, I, I was amazed to find out that people don't really know the numbers of the companies. A lot of people have to now work on their plans. Uh, 2015 is just around the corner. And uh, so I encourage people to start working on your 2015 plan and start working on your goals. Because defining your goals is extremely important. Because if you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there. You travel all all over the world. In one of your flights, you cover half of the world (laughs) eventually, right? 
So, yeah, I do. And, absolutely. And as you know exactly which airline and which terminal and at which time are you going to go to, you'll probably end up somewhere else. And that's what happens to a lot of business. So I encourage your listeners to really start thinking on the 2015 year, divide it by quarter, and get simple goals if you have never done that. And if you work on your goals before, continue doing them and then measure your goals. How did you do this quarter? How did you do in this quarter? What goals do you have for your people? Different areas. We all have production areas, operations areas, systems, finance, HR, legal. So what are the goals for each of the areas if you're a mid-size or a big company? Or if you're just yourself with probably your spouse or your partner doing your business and that you probably have a car shop or you sell insurance broker, how do you measure how many customers do you have today What's your rate of um, um, renewal for the customers you have? How many new customers you want to get? So basically, start thinking on the business. Start thinking on the metrics that you need to find for your business and, and work from there. Of course, it's very hard, as I said. Uh, if I take a very simple explanation of what motivation or positive attitude is, but when you start actually talking to the people, you get commitment from the, uh, the owners or the entrepreneurs you get commitment from the employees, which are now being called many interesting uh, other ways. Like, for example, you go to a company and they are called team members. And then you go to another company and they are called cast members. And uh, that was Disney. I went to uh, Disney at uh, Disney University a few years ago. And everybody's called cast member from the person that sweeps the floor at the Magic Kingdom, who is probably one of the persons that know, knows the most about the park. Uh, all the way up to the president of the company. They are all cast members because we are members of an enterprise and we have to see ourselves like that. Right. Well, I think that's something that Disney does that's really brilliant is they, they create that community and they create that team spirit that everybody's working toward a common goal and they're trying to create an atmosphere for the user, for the person that's going to Disney. I think that's one thing that I really noticed when we were there uh, several months back was that they really do have created, I mean, they just have masterfully created this entire environment and experience for the customer. And right down to the team members by calling them a cast member, that's part of that experience. So I think that's something that they've actually done really, really well at. Exactly. And, and they, have, they are constantly doing things to improve that. Uh, as I mentioned before, I'm, I, I like to read, and I, of course, I read uh, a lot of interesting people. Uh, one of them was Jim Run, And he said something like, uh, it is not what happened to you, but actually it's the experience that happens to you. So if you go to, to Disney, and I know a person has gone over 50 times to, to the Magic Kingdom alone, and he enjoys it because it is the experience you, they create for you as a, as a customer. If you go to a restaurant... It is the experience, not just the food. Um, and one of my, 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 my clients uh, is in the uh, hamburger business. They create an experience for the customer. It's, just, it's not just the hamburger because everybody can make a good hamburger. It's how you deliver it, what the music is in the background, what the table looks like, how, how you are treated in, 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 you know, when you're eating. So it's just the experience we as customers go through when we do everything, eat, go, go grocery shopping, go to a hotel, take an airline flight or anything, because it's the experience that will actually make us tell about the business in a positive way or in a negative way. 
Absolutely. That is so, so true. Well, we've got to stop right there and take another short break. But when we come back, we will be talking even more about the strategies that you can implement right now to stay motivated, enthusiastic, and on purpose, and to achieve that higher level of success in your business and in your life. So stick around, and we will be right back. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Stop struggling and finally achieve the success you deserve. Personal transformation expert and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy has teamed up with Dr. Nito Cabane and experts from around the world to bring you the forthcoming book, Breaking Through. Discover how the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals achieve breakthrough success and how you can too. Reserve your copy today at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Plus, receive an exclusive invitation to attend Rachel's book release party. Register now at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and thank you so much for sticking around today throughout the entire show. This is so exciting for me because I've got a very, very special guest who is a he's a five-time best-selling author. He's got a sixth book coming out soon. He is absolutely incredible. He runs a business internationally, lives in Venezuela, does work in the United States. And I mean, it's just such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Luis, for bringing with us today and sharing your wisdom and the strategies that you've been teaching business owners around the world. I really, really appreciate you being here today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. And as you say, it's a pleasure uh, to help inspire other people as well. Absolutely. You know, one of the things I was really, really wanting some ideas for the listener is how can we stay on purpose? So before the last break, we were talking a little bit about how easy it is as a business owner to get unmotivated. And sometimes it can be challenging to motivate yourself to, to just keep going when you've got so many challenges in, in the economy and, and just inside your business. But I know a lot of people really want to know how they can stay on purpose. And this is a question that I get a lot. A lot of people all over the world are constantly asking me, how can I stay on purpose? I, I get distracted. I lose my focus. How can I stay on purpose? So I want to pose that question to you today. What strategies are you teaching your clients to really help them stay focused and on purpose? 
Well, the first question I will give them is, do you have a purpose right now? Because a lot of people don't have a purpose. They don't have a mission. And they don't, of course, they never have a vision of where they want to do or where, where they want to go. So that, that's another part which is very important for both your personal life and your professional life. Actually, Rachel, there's one thing I tell uh, to my clients, and uh, I do speak a lot, uh, a lot of times, and uh, I've been speaking probably five, in five different countries this year, and, and it's very nice because every, every time I tell it, I have somebody coming afterwards saying that it was very impactful. What I say is that in order to be a successful professional, you have to be a successful person. And that implies a lot of things. So it's not only what's your mission and your vision, what are your values and the principles that guide you through your life, both personally and professionally. So how do we find a purpose in our lives? It's very hard. Let me tell you, it's, it's hard. And we are speaking, you know, very excited about what we do. And, of course, we've had our challenges, our ups and downs. Our companies are going up, and then they're going down. They're going through difficulties. They're going through challenges and, and a lot of stuff. We have a lot of employees. Then we have to reduce the number of employees. And, of course, everywhere you go in the world, people have gone like, uh, through, through situations like that. So how do you cope with that? First of all, finding your, finding your purpose. How do you find your purpose? Your, your purpose? Um, it's basically, imagine if you were in a perfect world, what would you do if you have the skills and the abilities to do it? So, for example, in my case, yes, I do a lot of work with people because I like working with people, and then I teach them on managerial skills. And let me tell you, for everybody that are listening today, everything in management, in marketing, in sales, in, in business can be learned. Um, we, we talk about leadership, and uh, we started talking about it uh, early in the show. Leadership is what they call today a soft it's one of the hardest of skills to have because if you're a good leader, that means you will teach people and show people the way on how to do things, not tell them what to do and wait for them to respond. So right, right. as a leader, you need to communicate, so you need to know verbal skills and, and communication skills. You need how to write. You need how to influence. You need, you need how to know how to make an impact on, on other people's lives. And, and that's very important to understand. So you have to find the purpose. So it's what you want to do, how you want to do it, what skills and abilities uh, you, you, you want to do it. Right now, uh, I'm working uh, uh, with a, 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 another person, actually this is my brother, on a project that it's how do you measure the level of skills you have throughout your life. If you're in high school and probably in college and you're a football player, your skills are much different than if, than if you are a scientist working on research. Sure, absolutely. But Your skill all, set would be all, different. Yes, and we all have skills that change through our lives because the same uh, scientist today, well, 20 years from now, he's probably better learn a lot of other stuff because if not, he'll be left behind. And the, and the athlete, when he, he hits 30, you know what happens to all of the athletes, regardless of the of the, uh, the, the, the sports they play, they have to think on what's next. You know, what, what will happen after I retire? A lot of them right. will retire at 32. So, well, yeah, I'm going to retire at 32 years of age. What's next? What do I do now? So there are different skills throughout your life, and one of those ideas is how do I measure my skill? How do I put my skills together, my, my abilities, or my attributes, which is actually a, very, a much more interesting word, 
what are my attributes that I will be able to use today and the ones I need to learn in order to use a year from now. Of course, none of us will know where we'll be a year from now in, in, in some cases. But how do you know that you have to learn, for example, a new language? And I encourage people to learn new languages, to read every single day. Everybody says, I'm very busy. Well, read 10 pages a day, 30 pages, uh, 300 pages a month, that's a book. That's simple. We don't take the steps to do the simple thing. So we want to make sure we do the difficult uh, things. It, it will never happen because you have to be very dedicated to what you want to do. And, and, and I, I usually, you know, I've, I've lost 45 pounds over the past four, year, for past four years, not because I decided, okay, I'm going to get into this diet that actually drops off your weight very dramatically. No, I decided to lose 10 pounds a year. And how nice. do you do that? You learn how to eat. How do, you re- how, do, how do you read six books a year or 12 books a year? Well, just read a book a month. That's 10 pages a day. Uh, those little things, I never do exercise. I don't have the time. Okay, walk for 10 minutes. We all have 10 minutes. Be right, making a absolutely. phone call and start walking. So, you know, little things, and as I said at the beginning, do little things, and it will be the multiplication factor of those little things that will actually uh, be a very important thing at the end. Well, and I think doing the little things definitely helps with your motivation as well, because when you have small successes along the way that bring you to that bigger achievement, that bigger goal that you're working toward, it really will help you stay motivated. That's one of the things I teach my clients is to take that big goal and then really break it down into bite-sized pieces, into smaller action steps that you could take on a daily, a weekly, a monthly basis that in time will bring you to the achievement of that goal. And I think that that's definitely something that keeps people motivated in the long term because we all can set a goal and we, we can all start working towards something for a week or two. But what happens after two weeks or what happens when a challenge comes up or, you know what I mean? So, so then yeah. how do you continue to be motivated? And I think what you're talking about, those bite-sized pieces, those smaller action steps adding up over time, whether it's reading, whether it's walking, you know, regardless of what the steps are, added up over time make a huge difference. There are two things I would add, like to add. First of all, celebrate all your accomplishments. We all wait until the end of the year. Ah, oh, yeah, we'll throw a, a Christmas party at the end of the year. Well, what happened in February, in March, in July? Did you do something good? Did you close a good uh, uh, deal with a new company? Did you create a new product? Did you, was your launch of a new product or service successful? Did you learn something from it? So celebrate everything. And, and we've lost... I think we've lost uh, the uh, the whole idea of celebrating celebrating things. We just you know celebrate your birthday, your mother's or father's day, or Christmas, or depending on which religion you are. But we need to celebrate the small things at our office. Say thanks to a colleague that did a good work. Um, congratulate the team that uh, you know just created a new product or developed a new technology. Those little things actually do a lot for the people who did it. So, uh, Absolutely. And, and Celebrate those successes yeah. along the way, right? All the time. And I encourage people to do that. So that, that's, that's very important. And, and the other important thing is, you know, you, you have to be uh, positive. Uh, we've talked uh, for this past hour on, on the negative situations we have everywhere in the world. Uh, wherever you go, you will see a negative situation. The people who make a difference, the difference are positive people, people that are motivated. 
and that they work together with the colleagues, with the team members, to make things work better. To be, as we said before, flexible, adapted, and focused. Because if you are there, well, you, you always be thinking of new ideas and be creative and be innovative. If you are not doing there, well, you know what will happen. For an omission, omission, and you will lose your purpose. Because in order to do something on a constant basis, actually, which is uh, the formula we all know, in order to create a new habit, you need to do things for at least 30 days. So if you work, work for, for 30 days, if you get every day into a company for 30 days and say, start saying to people, good, good mornings or good afternoon, t- t- call people by the first names. Well, in different cultures, that's, that's not, not, not possible. But wherever it's possible, call people by the first names. They feel appreciated. If you and I were talk, talking about for an hour and neither of us mentioned the other person's name, how would, you know, how would we feel? Right. It would, it would seem strange, right? And that happens in business environment. Because I don't know your name, so I'd rather not call you because I never took the time to, to actually learn your name. What, what is that telling to me? So when I work with companies and I, I, I encourage them to do a lot of work on uh, their teams, it's actually how do you create a team culture that will make your company improve whatever the situation you have and make them accountable for what they are responsible to do on the one hand and also accountable for the things that you want to help and make them create for the future. And that's how you base your strategies for growth. And, uh, and I said, as I said before, 2015 is just around the corner, so what are your plans for next year? Absolutely. And now is really the time. We're into November. Now is the time to be thinking about what is the plan? What is the goal? What do I want for my business in the next 12 months? What is that going to look like? And then breaking it down into each quarter. What are those goals? What are those benchmarks? Now is the time to be focusing on that. I could not agree with you more. I know we've only got a couple of minutes left in the show today, but you had a special gift for the listeners. I wanted you to tell us a little bit about that and where they can go to get that gift. Okay, well, as we were talking earlier, I decided to write first in Spanish, then in English, then I got my blog in Spanish, and then I started a blog in English. So my English blog is entrepreneurperformance.com. What I have for for the listeners today is that if they go today, entrepreneurperformance.com, they will see a pop-up, and they they can, um, you know, just give me uh, your email, uh, name, last name, and email, and uh, I will send you the chapter from either to succeed book, book, which is Be Positive, Be Successful. And uh, I think that will be an interesting uh, uh, reading for the weekend for a lot of people. Awesome. That is great. So all they need to do is go to entrepreneurperformance.com, enter their name and email, and they will get the free chapter from your book. And the chapter is called Be Positive, Be Successful, right? That is correct. Awesome. Thank you so much. Luis, you have been such an amazing guest. I really appreciate you sharing your time with us today. Unfortunately, we are just about out of time, but I hope that all of you listening today have gotten a lot of value from everything that's been shared and discussed. You know, Luis and I are both building businesses internationally. We travel a lot, and so we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and professionals all over the world. So the strategies that we're sharing with you They're absolutely what's working right now, today, 
across the world and on a global scale, no matter what economy you're in. So please definitely take note of the, the strategies that we've been talking about. And maybe there's just one thing that you can do. Maybe you can just start implementing some goal setting. Maybe you can start implementing some new daily habits and, and really watch and see how your business and your life will change. Thank you again for sharing your time with me today. As always, I appreciate you so very much. Please stick around next week and join us again. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. Have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. 